Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, Professional Insight Podcast. Episode... 21? 22. Season 2? 21? 21. 21. We're really, we're, we're deep. Yep. States, we're legal. 21. Oh, that's right. Yes, we're 21. Thank you, Jeff. That was... Really that's important. Yeah. <laughs> that, wow. Didn't know where you were getting on. Yeah. Can't have any fun on this podcast. Anyways, this is a podcast. Anyways, uh, my name's shooting. My name's Brandon Curry. Wait a second. I'm Jeff Collins. Josh Bond. Trevor. Like, Trevor. Yeah, Trevor Levy. Sorry, I'm going by like, one name now. Yeah. It's Trevor. He's Trevor. Trevor. He's like Madonna. The podcast. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, the Trevor. That's okay. But I, I'm fine. Yeah, Shakira. I don't know where you're going with that whole 21 legal. But anyway. Um, that was maybe, pretty Maybe bad. it was a segue from your crack in the forehead. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Inject crack in the forehead. Uh, wow. All right. We don't recommend that to our We do not. We do not do that. Please don't do that. Um. Okay, so I know, um, just not using names or anything like that, but uh, there is a, a, a new build close coming up uh, later on uh, bridging, this week. This is more than a new build. This is a bridge and quarry. New build. Okay, that was a shameless plug by Jeff Collins' new building company, Bridge and Quarry Homes. Um, can, uh, Jeff, can you maybe, why don't we touch base on a lot of people? I, I've had the, I've been fortunate enough that I have built. So, mm-hmm. but at that time, I really didn't know what to expect. It was just coming at me, like, and you, your, your head's a spinning. Rental mm-hmm. equipment and all. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. What I would well, do We're talking about a bridge and quarry build, so there is no rental There's a lot equipment. more. Not anymore. Where are you looking? We learned about the camera. Where are you looking? There's the camera right there. There is no camera there. It's not on. It's the only camera there. It's there. It's not on. I couldn't get it to connect, so... But that's fantastic. No, it's this yeah. one. You got one right Dummy. <laughs> but that looks like the camera. Whatever. It's fantastic. Keep it up. Keep it up. You're really love it. Yeah, you're you're yeah. really selling Bridge and Quarry right now. Well, Bridge yeah. and Quarry should be sold because we're one of How the much only. No. <laughs> we're one of the only uh, uh, build companies around that do not have rental equipment on closing. And oh. is rental equipment on closing ever an issue, Josh? Ever? Once uh, in a while, a couple times, every time. Uh, a lot of times. I mean, yeah. depends. From our perspective, some people purchasing new builds will consult with us early, and then it shouldn't be an issue because you should be aware because we'll tell you what your adjustments are and what the rental equipment is. Yes. Okay, rental equipment. What rental equipment are we Hot talking about? Hot water, generally. Water on demand. Yeah. Uh, but it can be anything. That's why I rubbed your leg because I think <laughs> it's been over. It could be furnace and AC, So let, let's get this, like – Put in perspective here. In Security Niagara, systems. I'd say ninety percent of houses have rental. Oh yeah, meters, it's quite I'd high. Say. Yeah, they shouldn't. You know, highway robbery. Yeah, and, and, and the bigger Lots. problem is though that you'll have a lot of people buy and say, "I don't want it, take it out there," but then you're in like a 10, 12, 15 year service contract. Service years. Yeah, you're service contracts, right? And, and I've even a lot heard of cases. as long as it's in good working order, that's a lot. Referred to as service contracts. Yeah. So let's touch on that for just two seconds. Yeah. So let, let's yeah, just touch sure. on that for two seconds. Yeah. Um, because Trevor, you're, you're going to pipe in too. I think we could do um, a whole episode. Oh my God! It, because I just bought out. Pretty my sure hot, we did talk my, about. Yeah. I don't know. I know we talked to. Yeah, you talked about it before on. Well, Trevor got a couple episode. beers and you say hot water heater. He'll go on for an hour. Oh, his, yeah, his, I, I'm his just my blood board. boils because I just bought out my hot water heater. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I just bought my bought out my hot water heater. Um, and on closing. 
Um, all these questions are being, you know, asked of you from the from the builder. Uh, you're being asked for closing costs. You're being asked for little bits of this. You've you've just spent you over your budget your for potentially for your upgrade, kitchen yeah. okay. and upgrades. You're getting it from everywhere. Everywhere. And so your you builder, to. your insurance advisor is also asking you for money. And I don't do home and auto, so I don't know. No, 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 no. I mean, but, but yeah, like they're you asking need life insurance and critical illness. And <laughs> but uh, then on top of that, you're you're being your builder then comes to you and goes, all right, uh, name, you know, we're down in Niagara, we're entered care, right, for, for, uh, and for, for that. And you're sitting there going, uh, okay, yeah, I'll just, just, how much is it? And then they're like, oh, it's only $25 a month for your hot water heater. What they don't tell you is the, not, like, massive contract that you signed. In order to get that going, or well, you, make sure or you when assume, you're signing that or you there assume, there is a part right in the standard agreement of purchase and sale, and the builder would have a different agreement. Yep. Where it does mention the hot water heater rental, or rental, rental equipment. equipment in general. So yeah. if you've signed it or initialed it, you're on the hook. There's nothing you can do on the end, and this comes up yeah. at the end. Hundred percent argument. The bigger problem is not the forty-seven, fifty-two dollars a month that most people no. pay now for, which is the hot water. It's the demand. water on demand. It's the it's the length of the contract if you want to break it. So it's not like get this out of here. You're paying four thousand, five thousand dollars to break that. Oh yeah, so closing. my my hot water heater was only six. Well, it was just just shy of six years old. So paid off twice already. Paid off twice when you looked at the payments of twenty five dollars indexed to inflation. Plus, they could have increased it by two percent a year. Is what the contract stated. So by the time I paid it off, it went from twenty five dollars a month. To, I was paying close to thirty five dollars a month. Just multiply that, and the hot water heater at home hardware. Just me googling it was around eleven hundred dollars. So I've already had paid. That's a good one. That's a good one. Then on top of that, in order to buy out of my contract, Mm -hmm. was eleven hundred dollars plus HST. See, and this is where the difference goes, and this is where I want to chime in. And just to put this straight, this topic we're doing is the closing week of a new build, basically. That's where the pre-delivery topic is, and all that. And one of the things that came up right away, it's a hot topic, is the rental equipment on that. $1,100 $1,100 is an okay one, but it depends on your compliance package for your energy efficiency when you're building it. And each city will have a different one. And right now, they almost all, if you go with an A1 compliance package, which most people do, it's a hot water on demand. That's a different so story you're entirely. You're lucky to get a, a hot water on demand for $1,100. No, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I wouldn't say that you, you can get one. You, you, well, you can buy them for both. The low end ones be a $1,500 one, but then yeah. you've got install on it, you've got plumbing, you've got electrical. There's a lot of stuff. So a typical one that we And that's probably also chlorine, only one appliance, right? That's water on demand. Yeah, yeah it's but on demand. That'll do the whole house and all that. Yeah, they, they rate them. Do they not still rate them by the amount of appliances that can be running at once? Well, BTU count and all that. Yeah, okay. But yeah, Fair go, enough. go there is size of house and stuff yeah. like that. And then there's a, the HVAC guys will take care of that. But you, you're looking on, on a, for us, when we build one, we include it, no rental, Bridge and Quarry once again. But you're looking about $3,500 installed for a builder typically. And that's on a that's, builder contract. Yeah. That's installed. If you buy it out after, you're looking at probably about 4,500 to 5,000 because the company that installs it, the HVAC company, gets paid install for that. So yeah. what happens with most builders, it depends on the HVAC company. Once again, the HVAC company will say, we recommend putting in uh, a rental hot water heater because most builders do. That's their complete you know, logic to yeah. it. It costs you nothing. So it costs the builder zero to put that in. The HVAC company gets perfectly compensated for that 
And then boom, the problem is it's usually on a 10 to 15 year contract. Minimum. Minimum. You usually attend, but no, no. In, in now the new rules with down in Niagara, I read the fine print. It actually states as long as it's in good working order. And when I actually pressed them on what is good working order, yeah. and they said it lasts anywhere from 14 years. But you got to draw a distinction between a hot water tank and a water on hot water heater. There's a big difference there. A hot water yeah. tank, you're talking about your 60 yeah. or 80 liter, liter whatever yeah, tank. And gallon, really, that, that yeah, a 50 this, gallon tank, that, right? That, is the standard. That, that but a hot water heater is, like there is no tank. Oh, a water event. comes in, yeah. it's on yeah. demand. It's like right. a valve right. system. Yeah. It goes yeah, 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 yeah. And heats it up, and it takes like a minute to start And up those and are a lot more expensive than yes. what you're referencing. Well, even the regular hot water tanks now are more expensive because the energy efficiency requirements from the city have gone up quite a bit. So you're not But still not in comparison to a non-demand. No, on demand, yeah. but then there's also there's all kinds of issues with that stuff and all yep. that. But regardless, the biggest thing to know is when you're buying from a builder, from an agent, if it's new build or not, regardless. know what you're signing. Ask, is this a hot water demand? And they're not going to throw it in for free to do the rental. They're going to charge you more on it from the build standpoint, depending on who the builder is. So you very say, important. No, you can't just agreement. say we don't want a hot water demand rental. We want to buy. They're going to say well, there's going to be an upcharge for that. So yeah. typically there's going to be an upcharge. We don't do an upcharge for it, but we build into our, our program for it. The biggest problem is on closing, you'll do what's called a, pre, a PDI, pre-delivery inspection, and every builder who does a, a, a legal build in Ontario is mandatory to do this the week before they do it. Who polices we, it? We close on Friday. Tarion, Ontario's new home warranty program, does that. The problem is, and Tarion should, should get on the ball with this, there's a lot of new build houses around that do not have warranty on them. Okay, so that's a big distinction for that. So you're not going to get the pre-delivery inspection. The pre-delivery inspection. So they don't have Terion? They don't have Terion on How it. How is that even legal? You a new build, home? You, you can build your own house if you wanted to. If, you if can. I know, I know. Okay, so, so me so building my own home, I can it. have no Terion. This is how they skirt it. And, and I'll, I'll be blunt Self-built. about this because me as a builder, I had to go through a lot well, of you got to pay too. I had to pay for this. You have to pay for the warranty. And this is something we've debated about. Yep. Some builders will charge the warranty to the buyer. It'd be a $1,600, $2,000. Most. Most. Yeah, and, and we Very don't, we don't do that, that because we feel we're providing the warranty, we'll pay for it. But a lot of builders don't do it because it's common practice, I'd say. Yeah. Very common practice. Common practice is hot water heater. And I'm not just trying to plug Bridge and Core. I'm trying to make you aware of what you're doing as a builder. Yeah, you're trying to plug Bridge and Core. Damn right I am. No, I mean, it's, something that, know, it's something that sets you apart because yeah. I, I see all kinds of builder contracts. Yeah. And yeah. I would say the lion's share of them. That's an adjustment on closing. Well, yep. and, and my fact Absolutely. is I believe that you should have warranty on your new home because Absolutely. I, I've seen one of the bills. There, there's a thousand things that could go wrong, and the city inspection is not going to find them all. You know, Like if you have a good builder, they'll find it. But your seven-year warranty that you get as Terion is, is one year basically on everything, but it's documented at the PDI. So yep. if, if we say there's no holes in the wall here and you and your wife go through it one day when you're dancing or something like that, you don't cover that. No, but I mean, it really, screw pops do, which yeah, is funny. Yep. You know, stuff like that. There's, but there's a whole list of them. Your pre-delivery inspection is very important because you have to identify at that point in time things that are not completed. Yes. So we're going through that tonight with our clients who get their house on Friday, and it will be approximately two hours of going through every single thing, which we also educate room by them room, tap by yep. tap, tap drawer by, by tap, drawer, drawer by door, door by yep. door, doorknobs, all that stuff. And that's and what you should be getting. <clears throat> And this is the on problem the on the PDI, what happens a lot, because you talked about earlier, Brent, there's so much going on when you're buying so many papers. There's 
50 papers you're signing on this new build, sometimes more. You gave me schedules with Builders of Toronto, and there were 200 pages for yeah. this, this agreement. So the builder's going to glaze over the fact that the hot water heater is a rental. Then on closing, on the PDI, you say, this is a rental, so it doesn't cover anything. And they say, oh, well, how much does that rental cost? Oh, it's $52 a month. And then, then it's just yeah. it's hell for the lawyer oh. closing and all that, and there's a battle. The problem is at that point, you've signed your agreement. You're not going to get out of it because you've initialed that. Yep. You're contractually bound. They might yep. have glazed over that part, but maybe you should read your agreement a bit you more when should. you're doing well, it. And, and sorry, then you're stuck with it. Just to touch on that, like even on the resale home, personally, it drives me nuts. And this is what got me caught in an issue was the whole rental, uh, if rental, right? Where it's in brackets. Rental items, yeah. Yeah, right? But they... It's very con- it, it won't actually but state, this, but they put in brackets, you know, if this, it's a rental. This ha- no, well, in the agreement, it's hot water. You have to disclose it. It's disclose. Right in the agreement. So they either say none. Yeah. So I had a, a Mississauga agent, not going to name the name or the property, but we're in the middle of a, an offer right now where it's been accepted. Yeah. She did the offer. Didn't, didn't really know how to do the offer properly. And that's what I thought. But she put the hot water heater in exclusions. Yeah. And I just played off. Oh, she put it in the wrong spot. But what she was trying to do by putting in exclusions to have it bought have out, it out, out, bought out. So if I never caught that before closing, except for the agreement, we would have had to buy it out. And so I put it back in hot water as a rental agreement. Yep. And do it. So then we're doing the house inspection, and they said, "Well, it was a big bone of contention, the hot water heater." I said, "That's fine. You want us to buy it out? Give us twenty five hundred dollars more in the price." Yeah. Because don't argue it after. No. That's a negotiable term. Absolutely. At that yeah. point. In so time. from you, when, when you had your situation, whether you could say, "Well," I don't want the high. I hate what happened before. It cost me way too much money. Buy it out. That's fine. Yeah. But you're paying for that buyout. Yeah. Because give you an extra five hundred bucks or something. Right? Yeah. More than five hundred. Yeah. No, I'm just. I'm just well, throwing yeah. Right number. I would tell you. I would find out first off if I was the because you can't accept the offer and then say, well, we expect that, but that's fine. Yeah. We'll find out what the buyout is, and you're paying us that much more in the mortgage. The you only reason on your mortgage, but we're not doing it the other way. Just to touch on my situation was it was disclosed as it was month to month. And we found out on closing, it wasn't month to month. It was a 10-year term. Did you get that on email that saying it was disclosed month to month or was it verbal? It was between the, the real estate agents. Okay. But was so. there a, a paper trail? Because the lawyer will always ask for the paper trail with an email. There wasn't? Yeah. Lesson learned? Well, we ended up... Too bad, so sad. Because they can't misrepresent to you. Yeah. Right? The minute that they misrepresent yes. to you, then that affects your contract. Yeah. And that's, that's why... fraudulent in, in, yeah. With my broker, and in, in, in from a law standpoint... Everything should be on email when you're communicating Absolutely. about yeah. anything like that. Absolutely. Time, date, and who said what. Yeah, and, and, then it and there was no paper between the two agents. It was verbal, but there was a paper trail between the vendor and the listing agent, them advising it was month to month. So we ended up, it was well, rectified it, it, in the end okay. for me. Yeah. Wait, that, that's risky. What Jeff's saying. Absolutely. Is technically is. speaking, your agent, and I know another agent that just got caught doing, the other agent said, look at, uh, yeah, yeah, my client's okay to extend the uh, closing date to don't worry about it. Yeah. When it came time to it, there's a problem. Yeah. No, client yeah. wasn't prepared. Yeah. Did you have it in writing? No. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Verbal, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's always... Uh, well, that's why people need to realize, like, don't communicate with us via text message on everything. Yeah. Communicate with us Even as if professionals. Even text message, I screenshot it, I email it to myself. Yeah. I keep a track. I mean, it's written, right? Yeah. So, from my perspective, I'll screenshot it. I'll send yeah. it to my email. I think and if I've push came to shove, though, if you, if you had your device and you had a date on your text message and you had to bring it to court, you could say, look, this is from here to here. Here's the date. Here's the time. Here's it would be message. definitely better than verbal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Verbal. Better than verbal, but verbal email is, is better than thing text. Because you, you're going to get. Fun. Anyways, we'll go back to. The, yeah, the, sorry. Uh, pre delivery inspection checklist. 
if you look at it right here, I've got to try to show it to you. And if any of our listeners want it, this is a, a public document, so you could get it from Terry Owens' website. Yep. So don't worry about it. But if you're going to it and you're buying a new home build and you don't have that, the builder's not doing you any justice. They have to give this to you. It's if you it. buy a new home and there's not a Terrian warranty attached to it, question it very, very strongly, period. Yeah, yeah. And, and you'll have to agree to it. And you know what? There are some houses out there where if you're going to buy it, you can legally build your own house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You can have it subcontracted out. You can be there for a year and change your mind and move somewhere else and Correct. sell it. Yep. There is some There's legit. nothing wrong with that. I would recommend at that point get a house inspection, a mm -hmm. good house inspection. Make sure you look after it because if the lawyer does it properly, they can put it so you waive rights to Terry on it. You could push the envelope and say, I've seen this before. Too. I've never seen it. Oh, I've, I've seen I, it. A, a new build? A, I can show a couple of them, for the ones yeah. that aren't new builds for it, but they can say, look, the buyer acknowledges that there's no new home warranty on this house. If, if it's a situation... And the buyer should know that when they're buying before they firm the Correct. Deal. They should find out about after the fact for it. So that's, that's the important distinction. But those are that. usually in the situations where somebody has lived in, built their house for themselves. And lived in there, yeah right? and, and you got to look at lived in is not three shirts hanging in there and he's got four other properties around he doesn't have new home warranty on that there's habitual people who do this on a yearly basis they build live in it for three months yeah put it up for sale and they say from permit pulled is how long they've been there for a year and really they're, they're bypassing capital gains yep. taxes they're bypassing oh, yeah. income they're bypassing all kinds yeah. of things they're bypassing the applicability so, of so, hst yeah so in a way that's that's you know just bypassing it, it's tax evasion more or less mm, but yeah. but from a buyer's point of view, you don't know if it was done properly from Tarion. And I have a friend who just got his Tarion warranty, and he's doing his first build ever. Great for him. You know, he did it properly, got Tarion on it. But Tarion's coming down at three stages to make sure that it was done properly. Is that AA? Three, AA is doing it. Um, but three stages. And before the PDI, they have to be there. And during the PDI, while he's giving it to the buyers. For the first one? First one, they're making him do that. And on top of that, that, there's a $30,000, and we won't say his actual name. We know him. He's a client of ours. A $30,000 security deposit he's got to put down with Tarion that he doesn't get back for a year. Now, in That's that if year, you're building homes. If you're building condos? <coughs> oh, yeah, it's even different. you yeah, got to pay per unit, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, but, but still considered... Yes, yes, yeah, 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 stipend for sure. But but 30000 per year, we're doing 5000 because we have more, more experience in it yep. and we have more net worth and stuff like that. They trust you more. But the way it works, there's a conciliation process. And, and I could go on for hours about this, but the conciliation process is... For example, one of the Terrion things that, that's covered in a warranty, if you've got a crack in your foundation. Yep. How long is that covered for, Jeff? Seven years. Seven years foundation and, and structure, one year for basically everything, and two years for systems. Okay, that's the Terrion warranty standard for it. Systems being your HVAC, like, uh, air conditioning. Heating, ventilation, heating. air conditioning, plumbing system, stuff like that. Um, and, you know, some builders will even put extended warranties on that. Like we offer on our premium builds a 10-year on, on our HVAC systems. Uh, or you can buy it for about $1,100, $1,500 for 10 years parts and labor. But that's, but that's a warranty that, that you give, right? optional Not, warranty yeah. for some, yeah. and our premium ones will put it on there. But if you have a foundation crack that's, let's say, half an inch, that's a coverable warranty for it. You can see daylight on it. Now, this happened, this happened, hairline, no, hairline's not, no, there's, there's certain, like, I think you have to be able to put a dime in there. That's what I'm saying, a hairline? No. Yeah. And, and that's a big thing, too, when people go through the foundation floors are poured after it's poured and all that. And you'll see little stress fractures everywhere, and it depends on how it heaves. There's, there's all kinds of stuff with Terry, and they'll tell you what's covered, what's not covered. But you go to the builder, and the builder doesn't want to fix it right away. You, there's, there's a process where you give them 30 days. They don't want to do it. You can push. You phone Terry on. You file what's called a conciliation against the builder. 
They've got 30 days to get it rectified or they have a black mark on them for that property that stays with them forever. Builder doesn't want that. And the builder can say, well, you know what? Because most builders are incorporated to protect them. They can say, what? I, I've had a bunch of conciliation meet. I'm going to cancel this, build company, start again. They might not get their carry-on after that. And if they do get their carry-on, it'll show what their previous build company was. They'll never be able to hide that ever. So does carry-on, and, and this is an ignorance from my perspective, does it attach to your name personally? No, it attached to the corporation. Attached if to I the sold corp or something like that. But you as principal? Me as a director and, and Dan as a director yeah. too. So it would show bridging, it would show 1956678. So they would follow your name? Yeah. So, so you, you'd always have a record of that. So on a pre-delivery inspection, we're going through kitchen, bathroom, laundry, floors, carpet, walls, Everything. doors, ceramic, windows, stairs, closets, exterior trim, exterior cladding, air conditioning, heating, mechanical ventilation, anything we see that's an issue that's not coverable, we're gonna document it, and in the first 30 days of, of, of uh, possession, we have to get it fixed. Now, there are some distinctions in there that if we're gonna get in there, you have to give us access to get in there. Yep. So for example, if one of the doors aren't closing and staying closed, and it just opens back up, that's an adjustment on the door. That's gotta get done. But if we try to get there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday, nobody was letting us in, we can extend that. There's other things like Well, that's because the, the homeowner at that point in time <clears throat> is causing the delay, essentially. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, and, and sometimes it can be weather related too. If it's outside, you can't do it at certain times of the year. Mm -hmm. So the other big things that you have to have on closing with it is a certificate of completion. So right now we're closing on one on Friday. We're meeting the clients tonight with a pre-delivery inspection, which is one to two hours long of going through every aspect of their house. And, and to put it into perspective, I mean, I won't say my builder. I did not get a one to two hour PDF. You should, because it did should not. be everything. Yeah, yeah. Right? I would like have, that would have been ingrained in my yeah, head if I did because there's a lot of stuff I didn't know was covered. Well, and that's the problem. You will get some bigger builders out there, but the bigger builder will typically have someone who just handles the PDI, so they yeah. should go through there. Yeah. But if you're not but they stab one and to two it, hours, right? it's they just like roll. lawyers. Some people stab and slab it. Yeah. Right. So I mean, if it's, you know what I mean? They're yeah. not doing. I didn't get. I didn't get uh, over yeah. one hour. There's not. I got the list mm -hmm. for the 30 day thing, but I was not. Well, actually, before that, too, before your PDI, you should get a, a, a homeowner's uh, 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 booklet printed out that shows companion you what to expect on the PDA. It's, it's a warranty companion booklet. I print on nice from coils and stuff like that. But they have to get it to read it before the PDI so they understood what they have for their rights on that. We didn't get no, any know that. what they're looking for, right? Even, right? Th this, yeah. this is the way it should be done. We had no idea. And then... Uh, and then I'm happy in my house. But yeah. just I want everyone to listen and, and, and really... What you two are talking about, I consider myself to be a fairly well-read individual. Mm -hmm. And going through the building process, man, was I, there was a lot of smoke screen in, in the sense of I, I didn't know. And I'm learning everything right now from well, you, Jeff. It's right crazy. Now, we I had do no this idea. on another, another podcast too, but the timeline of building the house, because we recently had one where we firmed up the deal, Lot yep. 47. Yep. And uh, the deal was contingent on getting plans. So what we typically tell our buyers that after the shovel hits the ground, five months to complete. Okay, yeah. Okay, five, six months, but we're saying five months at this point in our, in yep. our, in our career. Now, the, the distinction is that it's when shovel goes in ground because there's a lot of red tape when you're getting it. So first thing you have to get when you're building is your plan. So if you have plans already done, that's fine. But when you're a custom builder, someone might want to move this, this over here, bigger opening, move the, the layouts or like that. The architect have to sign off on it. So once that's signed off, you have to get the house plans 
and then you have full plans for it, then you have to get a truss design. A truss design is the, the roof, basically. Yeah, the support. The it's a better way to build roofs, so that's how they're all done now. You need truss design, HVAC design, and you need quite a bit of other stuff to just go apply for permits. And in our case, we have to have a geotech, which your wife actually does that, that kind of yeah. stuff, right, Trevor? You have to have a geotech in certain areas in certain places in order to that. get the... It's That's not her personal area, but, but yeah, her firm. Yeah. So in yeah, this one of the case, biggest we actually. have to have a geotech, uh, HVAC design, full house plans, um, and a trust design before we can even apply for permits. Then you're waiting on the city just to look at it when they can, look at huh. the grading plan for it. And if they don't like the grading plan, they might say, you need to shift your house over one foot one way mm -hmm. because there's an easement back here or anything like that. And you always indicate easement yep, for absolutely. buying. So you do that part. So really... Let's say it takes a month to get full plans done, another three weeks to get your HVAC design and, and um, um, what was the other one, trust design for that, and then another two or three weeks for the city just to get it. They have 10 days once you hand it in to get it back to your business days. So you really, you're looking at two months from saying, yes, we want to build to potentially even shovel. getting to the point yeah. where you can put it in there. And then once you've got the permit, you have to get locates. <laughs> yeah, the for gas lines. Those are taking a while to get now too, right? Well, they, they took they took two weeks because PVS, which is the place that does yep, locates around here, yep. they go by whoever you know does the most business with them. So Rankin's a big company around there. If Rankin calls them and says we need locates, and they're on our site about to do it, we talk to the PVS guy. They have to pack up, even if they're ready to spray paint right there and go right away, because it's a it's a mega yeah. mega client for them, right? Yeah, right. So we had our our locates due on the tenth. It was the twelfth. And he came there that day. He said, well, I'm doing this one right here, but I don't have that one or that one. That's not due till next week. Well, you're here right now. Can you not do it? Yeah. yeah. No. Nope. He's like, no, I've got to go do a Rankin Highway thing. So then we had to escalate it just to get it done. And then they go by, not the, the deadline, they go by the most recent escalation. And they put that escalation in the queue, and then they put that one in. So it's 24 to 48 hours for that. And then on top of all that, if it rains, guess what? Yeah. You can't, do, can't. You can't dig yeah. or anything can't like that because you're stuck in there. So there's a lot of things that go on under the Tarion. The PDI is a big one. You should have got that. You should have got a homeowner's booklet before that. Another and thing is statement of critical <coughs> dates, right? Because well, of cost to build and all like it depends because yeah. some builders respect homes like us. Yes. And some do do, do statement of critical dates and maybe you can talk on that. Yeah. Well, if you're new that. construction completion <coughs> or new construction progress advance, yeah. statement of critical dates applies. If you're building spec, it doesn't. Yeah. There's no buyer until the house is done. Yeah. yeah. And tell us about that. That's a big important. It's very project. important from a buyer's perspective because you can sign into a contract that affords the builder a couple of things. One, they could essentially force you into occupancy without you actually buying the property. So you're really a renter, right, uh, into the property. And a lot of times they usually have, with about a couple of years from the initial closing date, to be able to extend the closing. So one year. One Is it year. one year? One year. No. One year from that, and it's, if it's a day past one year, the buyer can kill the deal, get full deposits back. Okay. So, I mean, if it, you're set to close April 1st, 2020, then... April 2nd comes along, you have the ability to walk. No, but then the, your statement of critical dates yeah. will allow the builder to push, push that, that for April a year. Yeah. Proper written notices yeah. and, yes, and yes, yeah. time in but which a lot it happens. Of, again, if but some people sign, in, in my opinion, it's insane if people sign new build contracts mm -hmm. without reading it or having a lawyer read it and, yeah. and, and know what's in there right? yeah because for sure I, I got a, i got a person who i i reviewed their agreement and i told them look if they can push the closing date to into 2020 they were aware of it they went and sold their house that had yeah. a hard and fast closing date yeah. 
And ultimately, builders, builders should want to do that. And a builder should have in their agreement, too, whether or not the builder can assign it. There's a lot of assignment sales that go around here, too. Yeah. But that, that's for another day. We've got to wrap it up here. But yeah. I'd say the most important thing when you're building a new build, the last week's really crazy. It's, the, it's the, the week for us. We have to get everything ready and make it look good because the PDI is the most important day. And occupancy certificate. Occupancy. You have to have final occupancy or you're not going to be able to yeah. close on it, which Correct. we already have in this particular house. The PDI, which should be one to two hours so you understand your house that you're buying. And I'd encourage to have either the builder there or a representative who knows what they're talking about. If 100%. they don't, I'd cancel the PDI and say, I want someone here who knows what, what they're talking about to be there. Um, <clears throat> you should get that home booklet for the home buyer. And then at the PDI, you have to put down everything that you think is not done properly that the builder agrees to it. They have 30 days from possession to get that taken care of. It should be documented. You should get a copy, and the builder should keep a copy of that. Okay, that's the protection for the buyer. And if not, you notify Terry. If, if, if not, notify the builder first. Sure. Give them yes. a chance yep. to, to correct it. Yep. Or yep. your agent, if you have an agent yep. representing you. And if they don't get off their ass and do it, conciliation is the wording you need to know. As soon as they hear the word conciliation, I guarantee you they'll have something done within that week. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they do not want that black mark on them. Yeah. It's bad for them. And then after you take possession, you do have up to that first year, 30 days before that, if you get the homeowner book, which you never got, it tells you exactly that you have 30 days before close to give them another list of stuff that happened, and they have to get that done before that one year is up. Yeah. Because once your one year is up, you're not covered on anything every month. Everything in nail pops, etc. Yeah, and, and it's weird because because those are big because yeah. some of the big things that happen on every build and people think it's a bad build it's nothing to do with it. No, it's, it's the house settling. Truss uplift yeah. that happens a lot where the cock has to be recocked. Yep. And then screws like screw pops. Yep. Yeah, all the time. And and, and a, a, a builder has to fix that screw pop, sand it and prime it. They don't have to repaint it, which is an interesting thing. A lot of them will go above and beyond that. Yeah. And you should get from your builder on closing another recommendation recommendation for me and build a, a bridge and quarry does it every time they should leave extra wood yes to match up extra tile in case any tiles crack like that yeah backsplash if they're doing that and matching paint for each room so you could have that right thing a good builder also will have on record at whatever paint place we get ours from deluxe we have a diamond paint for everything you could go there as the homeowner and they give you a list of every paint for every room that you have right there then you can just buy right there yeah that's what you do so those are things i'd recommend as a as a as a, a buyer of a builder the biggest thing I'd say, and Joshua would uh, reiterate that, find out if you have Terry on there, because a yeah. lot of them don't. Huge. Okay. All right. Well, thanks very much, Jeff. I Je a lot thank thank you very much, <laughs> Jeffrey Collins. Uh, I learned a lot. Yeah, call me no, Jeff. I did. I mean, uh, don't call me Jeffrey. It sounds, just Jeffrey. sounds weird. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks very much. Uh, Kicked under in. the table. Huh? So you getting kicked under the table? No. No, not yet? Okay. Uh, thanks very much, everyone, for listening to episode 21. Never mind. Uh, tune in to everywhere podcasts are being broadcast. Help us. Help you. Stay informed. And work with us. Yeah. Thanks very much. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. 
I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. Had all, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.